Hello and welcome to the Two Mice Podcast, the truest pod that has ever been casted. My name is Byron, your host, and thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever you are watching from or listening from. Uh, thank you. Go ahead and like, subscribe, or even share this out with somebody so that life can be blessed today. You do not want to miss this episode. It's going to be absolutely amazing. I am with uh, my wife, who is going to be helping me on this podcast and hosting it with me as well. Um, I only got two microphones, so there's four of us, so we're going to be working the room a little bit. Um, but please uh, give uh, a round of applause for our amazing, the most talented, the most beautiful couple in the entire universe, Some, two of our favorite friends. Uh, Joshua and Savannah are going to be here with us today, and uh, they're going to be hanging out with us, answering some questions, talking about life, and um, we are super excited. So again, like, subscribe, share. Uh, we're going to be answering some questions from you guys, so it's going to be a whole lot of fun. But first, Joshua and Savannah. Hi. Hello. How this we is doing? my first time ever on a podcast. This is the first time? Yes. Well, come on. No. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. So I'm nervous and he's all prepared. It's okay. Usual. It's all right. You're going to do amazing. <laughs> Thank you. How do we feel today? How's, how is, how we, are we excited about this? <laughs> Baby, you can answer some of these. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. We feel great. I can't wait. I yeah. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be great. Yeah. We have a lot of really good questions for you guys. So I hope that you don't get nervous about like in-depth questions. Oh yeah, give it to us. We're ready. Straight to it. Yeah. <laughs> what do you do? You want to know? Do you want? What do you want to know? First, like, I want to know. We want to know about you guys. I know that you guys have your own YouTube channel, Josh and Sav. I know that you guys get very in-depth and personal. I know that we dive deep dive into just your life. But tell us about Joshua and Savannah. How you guys met, and then how did you get to this point in your life? Now you are like days away from having your child honestly we could be filming this right now and your baby could pop out our baby could be here actually by the time this is up <laughs> probably you know what i'm saying it's or very yeah true. or my water could break right now very I don't true know. very true but wait babe i think you should answer this just because i tend to be long-winded and i feel like you should just give a brief synopsis on how we got to okay brief synopsis josh and savannah go okay we met in los angeles california and uh, I was, super long story short, you guys can find the story somewhere, or ask Byron and Jordan, they know the story. Um, but I was filming a dance class, and Savannah was dancing in that dance class, and I did not have the courage to go up to her during uh, the class or after the class, so I DM'd her on Instagram. DM'd her, DM'd her and said, girl, you fine, you shoddy, I saw you in that class, I saw you looking at me. <laughs> That's all it takes, really. No, I didn't say that. I, I forgot what I said. Um, but I DM'd her and she responded and and she gave me her number, ladies and gentlemen. I did not I did not Woo! ask for the number. But let me just say it's funny because I literally said I think I said I don't get on here that often. Like here's my number. It's literally Instagram. Like you don't get knowing, on Instagram that often. Yeah, I think that's what I said. Very I'm like, good what response. an excuse. Like that's terrible, but right. She was just trying to get the digits and I I she was. did. <laughs> Anyways, I gave her my I number. I don't come to my message request often. <laughs> right? that, that's where your DM went. <laughs> she responded quickly. Whatever. But um yeah, so then after that we uh we started dating and then after that, this is, uh, this is a super long story. We moved to Texas eventually. Uh, we moved there. We kind of just wanted to get out of L.A. We wanted to. Josh said we started dating and moved to Texas. He missed a whole situation. So we did long distance for a little bit in our relationship. <laughs> we got engaged while we were doing long distance. And then we got married. And then we moved to Texas. That's an important. That's um, an important part. Yeah. Yeah, so anyways, um, kind of lived like all over. We were in Texas, and then we just recently relocated back 
well, back for you. Josh is from Michigan, but to Michigan. And now we're about to have a baby. So now baby girl is on the way. Yes. It is a girl. We've confirmed that. It is a girl. And names? Do we have do we have any names yet? Or are we still thinking? We're finalizing on those. Finalizing the name. Finalizing the name. Getting very, very close. close. All right. Very close. Well, as long as we're close, because we don't want the baby to get here and then be like, ah, there it is. There it <laughs> we just, is. We just call it baby. Yeah. <laughs> honor for you to pick Jordan. <laughs> so if you're finalizing on that and it was just in your, you know, yeah. in the list, we love it. <laughs> we love it. Or Byronita. I know I mentioned that earlier, but Byronita is a great. I actually like that. That's a, it rolls up the tongue really well. So, okay. <laughs> I think it'll work out fine. Um, so, now you guys are living in Detroit, Michigan, with us doing ministry. Yeah. Uh, did you guys see yourself? Uh, I don't want to say in Detroit because I know that's not true, but did you guys see yourself doing full time ministry at this point in your life? Or did you kind of think maybe just with YouTube and stuff, you'd be even more in depth into that? I will say. Yes, I did see us in full-time ministry. A lot of people don't know. Well, actually, maybe your audience doesn't know. Yeah. But our, we've expressed to our audience that Savannah has um, mentioned to me multiple times that, hey, babe, I feel like you are called to be in ministry. Mm -hmm. And that was after um, me and Byron. Me and Byron were in full-time ministry in Greenville. After that, she expressed the fact to me that I feel like she should, I, I should be in a ministry. Now, pause really quick before you finish. Yeah. Savannah, what made you, I mean, seeing it is one thing, but what made you really want to express that to your husband and really make sure that he knew that you knew that he should probably be doing this? Yeah, I think honestly, because when we were in LA together, before we did long distance, we did the long distance when he was in full-time ministry. And that was the first time that was like the hardest thing we've ever ever been through like yeah. for our relationship but even through all of that when i saw him like in his craft doing what i truly feel like he was called to do yeah i was like he has to know just hearing it from me like obviously i know like the lord will make a way and make it happen mm -hmm. but i was like i know you're called to do this like yeah. you have to be doing this yeah. and yeah i know that long distance was hard for you guys so. but what made you guys stick through it even with the craziness of just being long because we were doing long distance i don't know if we did it as long as you guys but it was at one point i was like this is stupid <laughs> why this ain't they ain't they ain't no god in this this we, is the worst when we first dated actually um like as soon as we like started actually like seeing each other savannah actually went on a tour for three months she went on a tour for like two and a half months to europe wow i was in the states so that long distance on top of our our <laughs> I was like, huh? But on top of that, My wife, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I was, our texts were going through as green. And I'm sorry for the Android people. I don't want to text someone in green. Um, and though they weren't going through, and it was just tough. And I also just met this girl. So I'm over here thinking, is this even worth it yeah. to even, you know? So that was like the first long distance test. And then I did move to South Carolina and Savannah stayed in LA. And honestly, um, that was like she said, one of the toughest moments in our life. But I think what kept us going, this is so cliche, but as we kept doing long distance, it was the communication. Yeah. It was talking. It was us actually being diligent and being like, okay, this is what we need to do. We need to set time aside to FaceTime. If we can travel, let's travel. But besides that, we need to be texting. Hey, babe, I'm going to be doing this from this time this time to this time. Yeah. Um, maybe, you know, you can 
text me whenever or whatever. And mm-hmm. I, but I will say, it was not like that from the beginning. Yeah, from the beginning it was stupid tough. Like yeah. we didn't even think we would make it. Yeah. Loki, we broke up, and during long distance broke up. What is breaking up? <laughs> um, like so, I can't even... breaking up when you're soulmates. Yeah, exactly. What you know, that? like now nah, look, I, I did that a few times. You know. Do I believe in soulmates? You're my soulmate. You believe in soulmates? I mean, now I do. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know if I did before, but now I do. <laughs> yeah, no, right. Exactly. Uh, but, yeah. That's a good question, though. What am I? What am I then? You're my husband. And your soulmate. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I agree. Soulmate makes, soulmate makes it sound like there is one person in the world for you and unless you're with that person a marriage will not work out okay maybe this is, i agree this with is you for a different day it is it's deeper. a whole this is deeper i feel like there are a bunch of the, the, the bible says that blesses the man for your and, and you picked me so that's great but but when people, but when people hear the word soulmate, they think, okay, well, if you didn't marry Jordan, it wasn't gonna, mm-hmm. it wasn't gonna work out. Like so, single for single people out there, I don't want them to think that there's this one person in a world full of what, how many billions of people, right. and that I have to find find that person. I cannot speak for everybody else, but you are my one person. Thank you, honey. <laughs> That's sweet. And you're mine too. Yeah, see, look, we're, <laughs> you're mine too, we're working, guys. We're we have pregnant wives. We're just working. We're just we're already, we're always working. We're always I already working see it. Like if I'm in the bed later, always she's like, why didn't you say it when Byron said it? I'm saying it right now. Yes, you, yes, you are my one. Yes. Okay. Yeah. This, 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 I know. So um, we have um, some pretty great questions that we like to ask you guys. Some questions that we got from people on Instagram uh, because we talk to you guys every day. So. I already know about your life, but we saw, we just kind of wanted to get in depth and see if maybe we can pick out some things from other people. Um, and so we're going to do that and kind of go through these questions a little bit, see what kind of conversations spark. Um, and, you know, if we need to cry about it, we can cry about it. Um, Don't tell me that right now. If we need- <laughs> I will cry. <laughs> you cry on the spot? Yeah. All right. So these are for kind of the four of us. These were questions that were put out there for the four of us. But because you are a guest on our podcast, we're going to defer to you guys first. So if you have an answer. Um, okay, what's the weirdest situation that you all as interracial couples have been in? And then another one around that is what has been the most surprising in a good way thing about being in an interracial marriage? So we have like either a weird situation moment or like surprising in a good way about being in an interracial marriage. (laughs) Uh, Something weird. I don't know if it's. I will say this. I feel like we have been blessed with to not have to deal with certain things in public. I will say that us being on social media, we get probably hate comments, racist comments almost every day. Um, And that just comes with the territory because you're dealing with people who don't have a profile picture and just, yeah, they just, you know, they just, (laughs) those people, they just want to just, you know, get under your skin. Put a profile picture. If it has to be of fields and valleys. Don't come for me and not even show your face. <laughs> a lot of insecure people. Let's just say that. Yes. But we, we deal with that. And I will say um, it hasn't really taken a toll on us. Sometimes there was one instance. One instant? Instance. Instance that it did take a toll on 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 me. Incident? There was one incident. There was one incident. <laughs> 
where uh it probably did and the, that whole situation was big i won't go into details was people were painting a picture of our relationship and, and or my wife mm-hmm. that wasn't true and that gets on that got under my skin but i kind of are I, I knew the truth and i knew what it was um but i couldn't let that get under my skin but i don't know we we really haven't had any weird se- i have a story i think i've told this story before on youtube but um we were in yeah we were in new york on the on the train we were dating and there was this black lady that was kind of just staring at us the whole train ride from the, the stop to stop and i didn't think anything of it you're in new york you stare at people all the time i, I we get off we stand up it's time for us to get off the lady goes what'd she say oh she said you don't like your women chocolate savannah was off the <laughs> off the train i looked at her and just kept going and i now now when she was staring at me i kind of saw it was kind of more of like a disgusted look like you know why aren't you with a black woman you should be with the black woman um that was a weird situation and i i still to this day that was like 43 years ago or whatever i still think about it but it's no 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 like i i have had you can remember it i can remember it i don't think you act like this is like keeping you up at night no um but (laughs) god i I talk about it with my therapist (laughs) (laughs) but yeah that's like that's a that was a situation but i don't know have you guys experienced anything like that i feel like we like you said we've been pretty blessed to um to really not have to go through like a lot of interracial hate Um, we also have very loving families i know both yeah. of us too so we have to deal with that yeah yeah i think that and i mean i feel like our situation there could have been a lot more than there was than there was specifically since you know byron was married before um as well to not a white woman really? so um i think that there there's a difference in that situation as well but i feel like we haven't had to do that and I, and honestly i just feel like that's because of um just the lord's favor on our life in response to his obedience of doing things the correct way um and and making some hard choices now i don't know if it's if it's any different for byron but i haven't oh yeah it's way different for me um (laughs) go for it tell the story so no i I would probably say it wasn't really wasn't weird but the the one incident or not even it wasn't an incident but the one instance i guess um was just for me meeting like her family and in-law or like uh grandparents and things like that for me not that i was hesitant but i just was like i don't know i don't know what these people are gonna think yeah, about they're gonna yeah how they're gonna receive me that's common so that's that kind of that like was a little bit but her yeah did you feel the same yeah. way like meeting a her little parents? bit but yeah. like we i know you because you're my boy we're people people yeah so like we're Once not thinking like, like that but it's right. like it's also wait they also are white yeah you know like yeah and i'm black yeah I, and I mean, I knew I knew my family would be great, um, even cousins and, and 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 grandmother and everything like that. But meeting her grandfather and her grandmother on her mom's side, I was a little nervous about, um, just because I mean they live in deep South Alabama, and I just you just never know. But they were and they are just the sweetest people in in the whole entire world. So, but I'll definitely say in the beginning that was tough. But honestly, for me. I mean, I care less about people. I love trolls on Instagram. I love trolling back. I don't, I so that part is really messed with me. When we first got together, we got a lot of hate messages just because people that were either friends with my ex-wife or people that knew her or knew of her or whatever. 
a backseat on our situation. So we didn't really get a lot of interracial hate. It was just a bunch of just other questions. Uh, and I don't know if it was even hate. Just a, just a bunch of questions, which right. is normal. Yeah. But I think but even with both of our lives, I mean, you even being interracial couples, I don't think you get a lot of that as the majority because people have known you separately Mm -hmm. so they they're able to see your heart and what kind of people you are so it makes it hard when you know they see an interracial couple get together it makes it hard to hate that because you've known that person individually so it's like you're happy for them because maybe god's blessing them um in their life but i can't think especially when it comes to uh our relationship i can't think of like a one moment where i was like I mean, besides just stairs, you know, in general. A lot of stairs. When you, when you go places, I mean, that would be the only pe- thing. People just, look, but. I take those stairs as they just think we're all good looking people. Uh, that, that's how you take it. I should start taking it like that. Too. Yeah, whenever someone stares, I'm like, oh, I must look cute today. <laughs> Maybe they like my shoes. I, don't I know. actually, I actually, um, which a lot of people know my, my personal story, but I grew up actually in more of like a, um, like African-American community and environment. So. Um, Byron was not the first black man that I've been interested in or going on a date with. Right. So because of that, I I actually don't didn't even notice stairs right. for a while just because this was like my normal, normal. thing. So I, I never really noticed people staring um, until I dated the first black guy that I went on a date with that had never dated a white girl. Mm. He was like, this okay, crazy. this has never happened to me. Like people are staring. And I was like, I didn't even notice this. Right. So when i mean in marrying again and then marrying a white woman i definitely thought about it and we talked about it especially just the whole year what 2019 and 2020 was like we had really in-depth conversation just about race and how we felt and then bringing an interracial child into the world eventually mm-hmm. now we know now just what that would look like but i think for me it's just i i never i was never interested in jordan because she was white and i never even thought about her in that way i think that yeah. if you if you see somebody in that way first then it's just like all right you probably shouldn't be with them but i just didn't even think about that at first yeah. i just thought she was amazing and she was a christian and she, she was beautiful and <laughs> she has wife material oh and she's white so it yeah. just it was definitely the last thing on my list but um yeah. i didn't really become more uh not important but it didn't really come more obvious to me until other people brought it up right um but at that point i was like bum people so it's totally fine okay this is a easier question someone said what is your favorite meal at beans and cornbread <laughs> okay Wait, what's beans and cornbread? first okay, of all let me say that josh convinced us to go to beans and cornbread it's a soul food place here in here? michigan okay and i just want to say all i have to say about them is that their cornbread is not good how can you have a establishment named beans and cornbread and your cornbread is not good? What about their beans? Oh, I liked the green beans. Okay. They were good. Yeah, it's a soul food spot here in Michigan. I grew up on it and I wanted to go one day and we went a few weeks ago and it was it was great. But there is better soul food. Understand. Understand. My go-to meal, just some mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is my go-to meal for Thanksgiving and uh, Christmas. If y'all want to make me a plate, uh, and his daily life, and my daily life, macaroni and cheese, like four help servings of mac and cheese. That's wow. like that takes over the whole, the whole plate. And then we got. I like ham. 
I I have tried Byron's turkey before. Yes. Yeah. Can I you try brought a turkey Byron's back. turkey? Yes. As a okay. plug for Rito's turkeys happening this holiday season. A little this bit for Thanksgiving, but we're going out of town. But Christmas time, we will be settled in Detroit. This yes, episode is sponsored by Rito's turkey. <laughs> Rito's turkeys. <laughs> this episode is sponsored by Rito's deep fried turkey. Hit us up on any social media platforms for yours today. That's honestly all I need for uh Okay, so if we have a plate, pretty much half the plate is mac, mac and, and cheese. cheese. I do like some ham, candy yams, uh, candy some dressing. Yams. Do you call it stuffing or do you call it dressing? I call it dressing. Okay. Call it dressing. Don't point at Jordy because she's white like me. <laughs> <laughs> I call it. Okay. Well, here's the thing. We've always called it dressing, but I've never had a Thanksgiving where it was actually coming out of the turkey's butt. And I feel like that's it's stuffing because it's, it's stuffed in, the in there. Right. I call it okay. stuffing. I so, never knew it was dressing. <laughs> I just want to say, Jordy, I've never heard of what you just said. Wait, what is I didn't know nothing a about butt? a stuffing and a butt. What is that? I just know that I eat dressing on Thanksgiving and that's it. What is that? They cook it inside the turkey. Like you. They cook the stuffing or the, the dressing? My people on the podcast got me. They know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Did you pray? That God would send you friends in similar seasons. So I think this is a question for the four of us about just, is this something that we prayed for to be able to do life together in the same seasons? Just in general, I definitely did for sure. Um, that was definitely my biggest prayer just because being here in Michigan uh, for a uh, almost, I guess it was like nine months by myself without Jordan, without friends or anything like that. Um, I, I made friends at the church, which was amazing and they are amazing. But, um, you know, when you do ministry, there's always has to be kind of a line between people that you serve and people that you serve with or whatever. And so it's just different when I can just come to y'all's house and crash. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I can't just do that at everybody's house. Yeah. Um, and so, um, we, I definitely prayed for that. I just prayed for somebody in general and then. I knew Jordan was coming, but I was like, God, it happened sooner than later. Mm-hmm. And Jordan came, and it was one in a million that I that you guys would be here. So it just makes everything ten times better. But yeah. for sure, I definitely did. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I definitely, I think that was, like, our biggest prayer. Not necessarily that we would find friends in the same, well, actually, yeah, friends in the same season would be, like, um, that was just, like, a cherry on top that right. we're both pregnant at the same time. But we had been really praying for just community in general and just feeling like we actually had friends that we could call because I think we in LA kind of isolated ourselves and we didn't realize how important like true friendship is. Like you're not supposed to just do life with your husband. But I was like, oh, I'm having so much fun. Like we're just married, but we're like, no, we need, you know, like actual community and stuff. And so that was like, I don't know. I think it was definitely all God's plan that we moved here and then like we found out you guys were pregnant and I was like this is Jordy and I used to we would be like we're gonna live in the same state one day we did say that and lot. we and it was funny because we didn't I don't really, know why we're saying we're not praying for, we didn't pray for this specifically we specifically prayed no, yeah. for this we literally we, did I mean we weren't like we may not have been like dear Jesus but we talked about this all the time until it actually happened yeah. we just kept saying because I mean there's another question on here about how did you guys meet roughly mm-hmm. um byron and josh worked together at a church a previous church um yeah. in the same on the same team i was also at that church so the three of us kind of knew each other um and then we met you yeah along with josh and so then you guys when you guys went back to, or josh went back to la 
um, we always said from that point, like mm -hmm. one of these days we're going to be in the same state. Yeah. I don't know what season it will be. And we're going to be working together. So. It is actually crazy. We, we I mean, it happens up. sooner than later. Yeah. Like, and it's funny because we weren't even that, I feel like we weren't even that close at the time. Like, but I just always knew like something, we were going to be together doing life. I just knew. We were going to be friends. We knew. We knew we were going to be friends. That's Pastor Robbie and Pastor Daniel for letting our dreams come true. He literally. <laughs> Helping us make the dreams come true. I also think too that Byron and I were talking about this the other night at the Connect Group is that we knew what we needed we needed like intimate friendships um you don't need a lot of them but you do need a few of them to where you can let the guards completely down um people that you're not necessarily leading you know um and so we prayed we we knew to receive that we had to sow that and so I knew I didn't know who it would be, but I knew I was not worried that we wouldn't have it because I knew the type of friends we were to people yeah. and we were sowing that. So we we tell our connect group all the time, whatever you believe in God for, you need to be sowing seeds of that into the ground. So if you're in need of an intimate friendship, you need to be an intimate friend to somebody, you know. And so I wasn't worried that that wouldn't happen for us. I didn't know who it was going to be. Um and it's just been amazing. Um, With intimacy, um, I heard somebody say one time that intimacy can be best described as into me you see. And so I think for us, we were we're always the friends to always be that for somebody. Like they always let us come in and see their stuff and help them with whatever they need. But we're very we're just the type of people that we just don't do that all the time, even though we are very open. But it's very seldom that we are intimate with people like that. And so um, definitely pray to God that we would have those friends. And so didn't know that we wouldn't have to make new ones. So right. it's working out. All right, next question. Yeah. Next question. Um, what's something about friendship you learned from the other couple? They said friendship, but I guess it could be. Relationship. Yeah, relationship, friendship, marriage. So we've only, and we've only been in the same state or in the same like proximity for was it about three months but we've spent a lot of time together in those three months so i'll say i mean it's kind of what you y'all already said like you guys are sewing into us um but i think i've noticed that you guys have always and i know this characteristic from b because he's character <laughs> character characteristic this is what I have a wife. Let's all say it together. Um, BS had this character, had the C word. Um, can, you, can you use it in a sentence? Characteristic. Character. Ristic. There's this thing that B has had about him that <laughs> now it's on, on their life, but it's the fact that they, Byron and Jordan, have always been there for us in this time that we've been here. Whether that is taking us to the airport literally we like we that's our like a running joke because like we're like we can uber we're fine we can figure out ourselves we're taking you to the airport we're doing that and i know that something as little as that but for us that's huge because we pray for community and friends and we've never had something like that so even things like that or us buying each other dinner and things like, like that i've learned that from them and mm. now you know we're trying to do the exact same thing to them hey we taking y'all to the airport. Hey, we're doing this. We're buying y'all dinner. We're going, we going out our way to do this. Are you okay? You need, you need a ride. All those things. Um, that's something that I've learned from, from you guys and you guys do it and lead very well in that. But yeah. Aww. Josh drove us to the airport like this. 
like, <laughs> I don't know if this is gonna be the way I'm giving back, but uh, <laughs> uh so we'll see. Um, next question is: Are y'all neighbors too? Like same house? Like mean same neighborhood? Oh, y'all didn't know that Byron and I lived in their basement. Oh yeah, they live here, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> we share a house. We're not neighbors. Um, that's a very weird question to ask. Okay, next question. <laughs> <laughs> but we do neighbors. live near each other. We, we live, live ten close, minutes but apart. we're not neighbors. That is very true. So stop trying to creep on us to find out where we live. Because we're not telling you. We are not going to tell you. My Nobody is trying to figure that out. My address is two. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> Actually is. Jeez. Would you tell your partner if he or she had a weird smell during intimacy? If so, how would you tell them? My, my I have a question to the question. Uh, during intimacy, can you put intimacy in a sentence? Because no, I'm joking. No, but like, what type of intimacy? Like, we just sitting on the couch being intimate? Are we? Am I? I feel like they're talking about like you're having sex. Huh. Hmm. So we're just going to throw words into their to their to their question. Okay. Um, I, oh yeah, you're right. We shouldn't assume. We shouldn't assume. But if it is sex. Um, <laughs> But if we are, <laughs> I think it also depends on how long it's been since we last had sex. <laughs> so, right. do I want to mess this chance up? <laughs> you want me to answer it? I don't want to mess this up, you know? No, I want to answer I like, okay. <laughs> First of all, I, I was doghouse. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, I feel like I've told you your breath has smelled bad in the morning before. Maybe not like, I don't know. I feel like maybe I have Yeah, during. we're also, the also, the question, that, okay, but here's, here's the thing. We are, you had the question, is it intimacy meaning sex in this question? Yes. I think yes. My question would have been, when you're talking about a weird smell, it would we, have to are be we the talking breath. about something specific here? <laughs> are we talking about breath? I'm just saying if you're, I don't know. Like, or a weird smell in general. Okay. This is very personal. I think they're talking about the down below area. Talk and about I it, think Josh. We should give them a hypothetical answer. Yes. Like, because I don't. We haven't experienced this. Would you tell me if I needed smell like I needed to take a shower? Or something? This is what I would do. I would tell me later. I would tell you probably later. It depends on how long we've been in our relationship as well, and we have a mature audience. So I'll just. This is I'm going MA to. I'm going audiences. to stop really yes but not in a not in a weird <laughs> way i'm gonna stop as in i'm yeah and i'm just gonna like we're just gonna be done i'm going <laughs> i am going let me say this i don't think we should put this question in the podcast Why we're gonna, not? okay People, here's what i have to say i think that our both of our marriages are mature enough that we can have this conversation Great. i think if you're dating um, you you're having sex and you're dating and someone tells you that you're probably going to be offended by it. If you're a woman and your and your husband brings up a weird smell, you should not be offended by that because at the end of the day, your husband should that you chose to say yes to should care and love love you. Yeah. And a lot of times when there's a smell, it refers to something that you you may need to get go to the doctor and see. Never there could know. be something deeper than that. It's not that you're just not you're not taking care of your hygiene. You never know. You know what I'm saying? So. 
if if our husbands or your spouse or or whatever knows that you know you keep up with your hygiene it's not right. a hy- hygiene question it's more of a different yeah. you know coming from a different place then i would just see it as that he cared about me right even if it was a hygiene thing like i think if you're married you should be able to discuss that like like if if I felt like my husband smelled like genuinely, right. I would be like, I would want to help him. Like you said, like we're just looking right. out at the end of the day. Right. And I, I mean, for most y'all aren't answering the question. I, I, the I, I, the and the question is, will you tell your spouse? Will you tell your spouse if he stank during sex? Yes, I would. Yes, I would tell you, baby, if you stank during. But I sex. would. I I honestly personally probably wouldn't do it like right then and there. I feel like I would maybe discuss after because I wouldn't want to be like, hey, I'm done with you. You stink. (laughs) (laughs) Get to the side. You'd be like, oh, babe, come on. High five. Hey, you need to get in the shower, though. There would have to be some acting. There would have to be some acting. Bottom line to that question, I think that it takes maturity in your marriage to discuss things like that. Yes. That was the bottom line. What's the best and worst advice you've ever received for your marriage? I'm gonna go with worst because it's like there's so many best, but I'm trying to think like, oof. Do you guys have one in the meantime? Best advice would probably be um, to keep the Holy Spirit in your marriage. Um, don't try to change your spouse. Mm. Uh, be the best wife. Be the wife that God has called you to be, and allow your husband to be the husband that God has called him to be. So even in your marriage, as you're one. You know, you're you're making sure you're doing what God has called you to do. A lot of times we can get our fingers pointing at the other person. Mm-hmm. Um, another great one would be for always remembering that we are one. It's probably my favorite. We're one. So it's it's not me against you. It's mm-hmm. us against it. That's literally what I was going to say. Yeah, it's us against it. So even when it comes to a disagreement or an argument or something that's a distraction that's trying to come into our marriage, um, the enemy can try to pit it against me against you, but mm-hmm. we're one. So if you know, if I'm looking at you, then I'm taking out half of my own team. So I'm only making myself weaker. Yeah. Um, the worst advice. I don't even think. It, I don't think it was advice. It was just a thing I had in my head that you can't really like encourage other couples, or you don't really know what you're talking about until you've been married a certain amount of time. And I just feel like. Uh, recently going through a study that we've uh, been in my parents marriage group that's not really true like there are people that you know have been doing that have had a strong marriage and they've only been married five years versus people who have been married 35 years and can't stand each other you know so I don't we're we're just trying to guide in the season as we can um, as well but I used to believe the lie like oh I don't I don't know anything about marriage. I mean, obviously we're new, so we're gleaning from a lot of wisdom, but I don't, I feel like I had to overcome that bump of if someone asked me a question, like, oh, I'm, I don't, I'm new at marriage. I don't have any advice for you. I feel like um, some advice for us, uh, I feel like a lot of married couples have heard this, but the idea of going to bed angry mm-hmm. um, is said a lot and everyone talks about it. Um, but I think firsthand, because I'm not going to be one of those husbands that said that, that says I haven't followed that to a T because we've definitely gone to sleep angry sometimes. And because that has happened before I have um, been able to see that I don't sleep good. Like the, 
the Bible really says don't go, don't let the uh, sun go down on your wrath. And I have that has happened before. We've gotten into arguments, and uh it would we would be I would be very uncomfortable that night, or we would wake up and it would be awkward and things like that. But solutions to that is now I think we don't really do that, but I think solutions to that now is when you're about to go to sleep angry or whatever, especially for the man. Let me help you out, fellas. Help him out, Josh. I think the thing that's helped me, even if it's like you don't even want to feel like talking, like because I'm stubborn. I don't know, are you about to say just like put your pride aside and just say sorry? Yeah, well, even yeah. <laughs> Savannah, come over here. Yeah, <laughs> but come I was just saying, but like, say you're in the bed right before y'all about to go to sleep. You're angry. You just had a heated discussion. Hug your wife. Just hold your wife. Hmm. Literally, I've I've tr- I've done that, and it could be si- like first off, she's not gonna push you away unless <laughs> you done did something really bad. Um, do like hug your wife, hug her from uh, hug her from behind, say you're sorry, and that literally starts the conversation that should have happened, um, not in a very you know angry way or whatever. So, um, and then if not, I will say because sometimes you go to sleep angry, but I'll say wake up. Do try it again. Start try to have the conversation after you just went to sleep, had a dream, and all those things. Try to like have a actual conversation when you wake up. But yeah, love that. That's good. That was that was great advice. Really good. What do you love about your friendship and uh, like favorite part about I guess each other? Like favorite part about our friendship? That I can play basketball every day with my boy Byron, and we can go hoop because I've been wanting to play basketball every day, and I can finally do it with my boy Byron. That's- okay. Wait, I actually have something every day, literally every day, but I have something that <laughs> I was like joking the other day, kind of when Jordy, Jordy like said she felt like she invited herself over and I was like, no, Jordy, like you, you coming <laughs> over is basically like, she was like, I didn't know if you wanted time alone. And I was like, oh no, you coming over is like time alone for me. And she was like, that's honestly like the best compliment. And Truly. it's true because I feel like the thing I love, wait, what was the question? <laughs> Was it? What do we love about the friendship? Yes, okay. yes, yes, yes. You're okay. on the right direction. Okay, good. Okay. So this applies to like both of you guys, but I feel like I don't have to, I guess, like put on a show or like be, you know, anything different than just who I am when I'm with you. So, yes. you I know, just, if I come over, if I come over to your house, you actually don't even have to say a word to me the whole time yeah, I'm there. Literally, that's and what I, I told Josh. I was like, we can just sit on the couch in silence and do whatever. Like, yes. we don't have to. You may not even be in the same room. Yeah, for a I'll while. be like it's cleaning, d- deep cleaning the bathroom and Jordy's just on the couch. I'll just holler out every five minutes. You good? <laughs> just making sure you're still uh, yeah, not in labor. <laughs> literally. Um. Yeah, that would be my favorite. My favorite thing, too, is yeah. just that. Um. You guys are a couple that we can literally take down all of our boundaries. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there's a comfort level there that we can just be ourselves in the room. And then you still have that respect for the couple. You still respect them for their marriage. You still respect them as um, pastors and ministry. Um, you know, we're not, we may at sometimes the four of us, depending on the time of day, we may act like four-year-olds. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, the next day if we're having to lead something we're not like hey savannah remember last night when you like you know in front of a room full of (laughs) 30 people so i do enjoy that i mean tuesday night you guys play basketball a lot but tuesday nights you have a run and that's usually my night that i get to come over (laughs) and hang with savannah my husband drops me off at daycare it's literally and um they pick me he picks i bring my snacks and i bring my computer (laughs) all my toys and (laughs) 
Um, he picks me up later, but we we have a good time. Good. What do you like about our friendship? The Jets pizza. Definitely love the pizza. Definitely uh, the Jets. Yeah, I I think the best part is letting our guard down and being able just to be ourselves around other people. And as much as we love each other, we're like you guys. We spend 24, 25, 8 with each other. So being able just to take a second to hang out with our friends and watch a movie or eat pizza or hang out with Rue um, is always a highlight. So, yeah. For you guys, now being in the season of future parenthood, um, what are y'all most excited about? Um, and as what are, you mo- what are you guys most excited about um, being parents? in this next season of your life and about to be uh, in this parenthood what are you most excited about well i mean there's a lot of things i think the number one thing i'm thinking about i'm just excited to see savannah become a mom Mm. because you know it's like i've seen her in a lot of different states i've seen savannah as the dancer who's grinding in la just going to dance classes just to make it like you know and then i see i've seen her be the successful dancer and then who's doing her own thing and then i've seen the sad depressed um savannah who's like feels like this is it this is the end and things like that and now i'm seeing i'm getting (laughs) um and now i'm seeing especially these nights these past nine months seeing savannah just turn into this mom that i just already know is going to be just crushing it so I'm, I think I'm just, I'm just excited to see how she's going to navigate this, just how she's navigated through a lot of other things that she's been through. Um, specifically, like the, our audience knows like this past season before we found out that she was pregnant, um, she was going through a lot of depression and to see that and now to see that you're bringing life into this world and how much life you're going to speak into your own daughter. Um, yeah, I gotta stop talking because I'm gonna cry. I I can't answer for myself after that because I'm crying. But yeah, that's the one, number one thing I'm excited about to see her become a mom. Uh, we mentioned this the other day, just with our young adults and stuff, but just about how I feel like for our baby and for you guys as well that this child is way more than just um, our love child. Yeah. Like it's our labor child too. Great. You know what I mean? Like this through is so this, much. Yeah, through through so much, yeah. through all the stuff that we went through years prior to months prior to weeks prior to now like we're able to bring forth um life and love and all these different things but now having this child coming into the world is just the fruit of our labor yeah um and so uh, we're so excited for you guys um and it's gonna be great so now about to be parent yeah um about to have this baby what has been some great parenting tips that you guys have received from all the moms that I'm sure hit you up, Savannah, with I'm parenting like, tips. I'm like, I can't even think. I'm just tra- thinking about getting the baby out first, and then I'll get to the parenting tips later. <laughs> um, no. Uh, do you have something? Well, no, I'm just saying that you know how. Well, I think just uh, some advice we've been given is like, you know, just treating our baby like a human mm-hmm. and not like what's the word that like the baby is the baby has to do this um you know what i'm trying to say you have better words than me i don't know if i know exactly what you're trying to say but 
I'll say something like, I feel like, I think, um, I don't remember who told us this, but <laughs> I lost my train of to cut this. It's because you keep looking at the camera. Every time she looks at the camera, she goes, uh. <laughs> what? What's the question? <laughs> parenting, parenting tips. Parenting tips. I've heard that not to like, honestly, like to listen to others' opinions and like their advice but at the end of the day, like the Lord has equipped you to be parents and you're going to parent in your own way yeah. and you should parent in your own way. Like, yes, get advice from people that you trust, but we have to figure it out together. And I think um, I like that advice because we're going to take, you know, from what, like how we were raised and like different people that we do trust that are parents. But also I don't want to let that be like the end all be all for the way we parent. Like we're going to learn every single day together about how we want to parent do you guys plan on having your child pretty involved in youtube or no um doing it uh we honestly i think we're gonna kind of just like take it day by day we obviously like she'll be there because we do document our life and so we're not just gonna like we're not gonna purposely not show her but i think it'll be interesting to find the balance we know we want a balance we know we don't want the content focused around her we don't want anything to ever be like all about her and like, you know, exploiting her or whatever that may be, but um, she'll definitely be. And then when she's older, then, you know, we'll give her like an option. We would never like force her to be on camera if she didn't want to be on camera and all of those types of things. Y'all are gonna be great parents because I'm gonna have a camera in front of my child. She's gonna come out. <laughs> he, gonna, he gonna come out, Jordan, and be like, you ready, baby? Make some money for me now. Let's come on. do it. Do that dance, baby. Do that dance. There you go. There you go. Exactly. Don't, don't throw you the ball. You better catch it. You better get the ball. I don't have any parenting tips. I get all my parenting tips from Savannah's people that sent her stuff. Um, but it's been great because she's about 10 weeks ahead of me. So I can ask and be like, did you get this? Like before we came down here to film this, we were uh, trying to figure out how to get the car seat out of the stroller right which because there was just it's supposed to be easy but there were like 10 buttons and none of the 10 were working so me I, you know i love a good instruction manual uh we were working right Please. we were Please. working on that but um i think it i think what's so great is even in the short time that we asked about these questions that um we didn't really get a lot of pregnancy questions for the two of us we got more relationship friendship wife questions yeah which honestly i think that speaks highly because I, that's what i still want to be known for even after becoming a mom i want to be known for the wife that i was to byron like I, i'm going to love being a mom i think i'm going to flourish in it i'm going to you know love being a mom to my children but i still want um to be known as a great wife to byron and that to still be my number one priority even through this new season of you know being responsible for other little humans as well what are you guys most nervous about in um, about to be parents i think someone just asked me today if i'm nervous because i'm getting so close to actually like delivering the baby mm -hmm. and i have no fear like i'm not nervous at all for that i don't know if that will change when it ha you know when the actual it, delivery part yeah like the actual like pushing the baby out like yeah. babies in the world i don't have any like I don't know i just don't feel nervous i just feel ready but i definitely have more um nervousness i would say around like just like the after and just adjusting okay me too yeah which i have nothing to do with the pushing process at all so yeah maybe that's why i'm not <laughs> nervous but yeah i'm i'm more nervous about i not that the pushing is easy and right. i i keep 
she i'm gonna keep reminding her that's not what i'm saying yeah. i'm just saying that the pushing part it's is one like, it's one day it's her and the doctor and yeah. however many hours it is but then after that we got a whole 37 plus 100 years with this kid that's, so that's the part i'm yeah that's what about. we talk about all the time and it's funny because i feel like i get the question like aren't you so nervous to like deliver the baby and i'm like not really like that's happening mm-hmm. like we don't we can't get around that obviously yeah. the child in our lives forever is also happening mm-hmm. but um i would say for me i don't know the number one thing that i think about like practical like thing being nervous with having a new baby is breastfeeding just because i've heard how tough it can be Mm -hmm. so like just that's kind of like a very specific answer but that's the one thing that comes to my mind for that that. yeah same breastfeeding is like (laughs) yeah same same. i've heard that i've heard that a lot i have heard that something different that that you're nervous about that's not like so specific um kind of just the idea i've been saying this a lot uh, the fact that we are about to be what our parents were to us. Like, think about all the things that our parents did for us. We have to do that. Like, the, the kids that's in the back seat talking about I want some McDonald's. Yeah. Like, we are, we got to be like, you got McDonald's money or we have I to. T- about that. Like, there's so much. When our kid, when we was asking our parents for lunch money, now we got to pull out $5. And we got, we have to. Who else are they gonna get lunch money from? That we are those people. So, right? Yeah. Then maybe go. Yeah. Go ask your auntie real quick. When they turn seven. I'm just saying. Y'all that's just the whole the life. First seven years. Well, I mean, the beginning lunch gonna money. be crying, pooping. <laughs> They're gonna be at school, and our son's gonna be like, "My dad didn't even give me lunch money. He gave you lunch money." <laughs> Right. What? <laughs> Cash app, literally. Uh, but I just think that all the things that our parents did for us, we have to do. And that can kind of make me a little nervous and over- overwhelmed. But I'm trying not to think about that. I'm just mm-hmm. trying to think about the beauty and everything. And, and also the ugly. Like, I am I am aware that, especially these first few months, are probably going to be super tough. As far as being a parent, still being in full-time ministry, still doing our careers, um and being a parent like i said like yeah. that's that's a lot um i'm just i'm very interested to see how i'm gonna look in a month how you're gonna look you think <laughs> you're gonna get are you gonna get like a lot of wrinkles all of a sudden <laughs> you're like a little run a couple pounds <laughs> josh okay <laughs> i think that that would be the most the thing that i'm not most nervous about but just interesting to see the dynamic shift uh with you know are just you know your marriage you're in a good mm-hmm. flow here and then all of a sudden you have a baby so i i feel like finding the balance of knowing that um i think the best way to approach it and embrace it is knowing that it's going to change yes so what's working now isn't necessarily going to work so you're you're going to find a new ways mm-hmm. you know um and so i think not putting I think the best advice that I've gotten and I've just been thinking about with every area of bringing a a baby into the world is that take the expectations and the pressures off. It's good to have the wisdom coming in, but, you know, we've talked about every single pregnancy is different. So, like for breastfeeding, I'm not going to have this expectation on myself to the point where I'm depressed or if I can't do it, it's okay. Yeah. That I, I, I just wasn't able to do it, right. you know, or an expectation of this is what I want my, 
mine and Byron's marriage to look like with a new baby. Right. You know, it's just going to have to be one day at a time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just I, knowing that God has graced us for this, mm-hmm. for this season. And yeah. I just have to trust and lean back and rely on that every day, even when it doesn't feel like it, to remind myself I'm graced, you know, for the newborn season. And yeah. then when the baby goes to kindergarten and toddler season, you're graced for that season. You know, I feel like it can get overwhelming to think so far down the line because I'm not graced for that season yet. Yeah. I'm graced for right now. And yeah. so. Just take it Right. Yeah. That's good. So this podcast um, started from the um, Bible story um, and idea uh, of a woman who gave her two mites in the Bible. And I know I've talked to you guys about it before and even on this channel before. Um, but this woman who gave her two mites. I like to say gave her 110%. She gave everything she had and more, knowing that it wasn't for the recognition uh, of other people, but she was doing it out of the abundance of her heart. Um, but for you guys and in this next season of your life, what does two mites mean to you two? Um, as a couple, as individuals, um, what does giving your 110% mean to you guys? I think just remembering how baby girl got here we're having a girl by the way and that has been with us diligently giving 110 percent to each other Mm. in our marriage um in our relationship um obviously yes there's been like tough parts where we don't where maybe one doesn't feel like you're not giving as much as me i'm not giving as much as you but i think always reminding ourselves like we've been having this talk lately like we know that it's going to be god us and our baby yeah and we're individually if we're good with god and then you know our relationship is going to be good and then our baby girl is going to be super great if all those are in line so i think for us giving 110 percent to um our marriage our church our friends um having that and remembering that is going to be a key a key thing for us yeah i think yes to all of that and then also just i feel like lately just being more generous Mm -hmm. i feel like sometimes we can forget like how blessed we truly are and i just want to really focus on just being more generous just in any way that we can whether it's to our friends giving to the church um just blessing like a random stranger by their coffee like whatever it may be i just i just been really feeling that lately because like i think we can forget how blessed that we are yeah i like it I have a question. Yes. How, um, how are you guys gonna miss us in, when the baby's born and we're kicked to the curb? <laughs> because honestly, I deal with every day that the baby is going to replace me and Byron. Stop. And I am 10 weeks behind you, so I'm gonna have 10 weeks of just feeling this way wait okay but why have i already thought like okay we're gonna have our baby and then we're gonna get like settled we're gonna be in a flow and then jordan and byron are gonna have their baby and then we're not gonna have them anymore so so we'll see you guys in like <laughs> april byron's like wait what <laughs> we'll see you guys for I, when we spring forward <laughs> i truly believe after everything dies down as in like family leaves and we start getting into a routine byron and jordan are going to be over here like every day I I feel like not a lot is going to ch- I mean okay a lot is going to change but I don't think like just because we, we have a baby we actually talk about this like we don't want 
obviously in the beginning when we're adjusting, but we don't want our whole lives to like right. flip upside down. Right. She's just going to be a little addition to. Yeah. Like, she'll you just guys be right already here. said like when we're here, you don't have to entertain us. Yeah. So we're just going to come over. Yeah. Just be there. And then she'll be crying. And she'll be, or we'll she'll just be let ourselves in. Yeah. That's perfect. <laughs> just like, come on did in. you guys know? Did you know that Byron and Jordan are in the basement <laughs> watching TV? <laughs> Three weeks. No, we're we're super excited. We're I feel like we're all getting ready for baby Alexander right now to come. Like the yeah. four of us are. We're super pumped for it. I've already scheduled a few doctor's appointments on the same day you guys are supposed to deliver <laughs> so that I can be in the hospital as few. well. Because, you know, they only let so many people in. Yes, yeah, so they're going to sneak up to the floor. We are at the same hospital, so that's great. Yeah. So I've scheduled several lab appointments, <laughs> extra Whatever care. I may, yeah, I may go into labor. You never know. Stop. And be like, Savannah, I'm here are too. Are you back here? <laughs> Hello, little girl. Runoa. Thank you guys for being great friends. Thank you guys for joining us on this podcast. Thank you for having us, bro. Uh, thank you guys for being a part. Thank you, Ru, for coming in and you, showing your face. She's getting in all the camera angles. At first, she was asleep. And then she chose the corner. The corner where it's directly that, where that camera, camera is. Yours. Yeah, she knows. She's, look, and now, now she's headed to this. Yep. <laughs> yep. What do you want to say? Say thank you for watching. Thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for tuning in. Go ahead and like, share, subscribe to this channel. To my and uh, let everybody know where you're watching from today. Go ahead and follow Josh and Savannah on their Instagram right there. Bloop. And Bloop. Uh, please, you guys be blessed this week. I don't know if we'll see you guys for Thanksgiving or Christmas. So we might see you guys in the new year. Or we might do a special episode when the baby's here. That would Maybe be like fun. a little Christmas something. Yes. We might come back here for Christmas. Happy so. holidays, you guys. Yes. Wow. The next time you see us, we'll be parents. Love you guys. Good night. Yeah. Yeah.